We're live. From Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Canada. Broadcasting around the world. You're listening to the Johnny I Pro Show yep. with your host, host, Johnny Pro. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 60. It is the Johnny I Pro Show. And right here, I have an OG back. Black Flame F50. There you go. Welcome back, buddy. He was one of the OGs, originals that were actually on the show when it first started way back episode two or three, as you guys could recall from the PS5. Remember when they, when the PS5 just came out? Yeah. I did, that was like when I first started the podcast and stuff, and that's when it began. So, guys, here it is again. As you all know him, he's also the co-host of... We are Venomaniacs Podcast, where we talk everything about Marvel Venom and much more. There you go, guys. Okay, let's get right into it today, because we all know that you got, you're getting into this whole card scene now and stuff, as you always recall and stuff. Well, I've been in this probably for like a year or so, because my sports cards I collect, and there's certain Pokemons that I have, like the OG ones that I told you about how I collected as a kid and stuff. I actually graded my charts, but we'll get into that after this as well. So let's just crack it right into here now. What are you like basically interested in for the card stuff? Like, are, is it Pokemon? Pokemon, Digimon, like what is the world that you're into right now? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, I grew yeah. up with the, you know, I grew up with Pokemon, you know, that was like in the 19, late 1990s, and then, you know, we got Yu-Gi-Oh!, then Digimon, and then we have so much other cards now, like, you know, collecting is such a huge hobby you now huge. growing in today, because people want to invest, they want to collect, and it's just been growing ever since. Oh, absolutely. Now, you see, like, I have an account also as well with, uh, well, recently I just got one with CGC, because we're going to uh, submit some cards soon, like we said, we're planning to. I also had one for a couple years with PSA. I just got this in the mail the other day as well, and how ironically, I'm going to just crack this open right now, guys. It is the Derek Jeter right here. Every month, basically, PSA, shout out to PSA, they'll basically send in books and stuff. It's like... A whole thing like up to date like you know price it's like a, it's like the stock price market guy, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's like you see it just goes like in auctions this and that type of thing like see there they're right here showing the Derek Jeter right there the Derek Jeter rookie right there and as you recall I'm bringing we I brought some gems as well you brought your gems as well yep. we'll get into that let's start with the sports here like as you can see right here the Derek Jeter right there as you can see right there the Derek Jeter right there guys I got a seven on this one which it is what it is type of thing and then also right here as well as you can see I also brought in also, oh another one right here, Michael Jordan, right there, rookie. Michael Jordan, rookie, right there. And as you can see right there, Chicago White Sox, just just like my gems, the creme de la cremes. Okay, that's on baseball itself. Now I'm going <clears> to <throat> finish off here as well. I got my Kobe Bryant rookie card right there. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, Black Mamba, right there. Now that is a legit right there. That's a masterpiece for me. That is an eight. It's a near mint. Right, so it's like I wasn't too braggish on that. And right here, Carlos, I got a Giannis Antetokounmpo oh, right here. Yeah. Look at that. That's, That's a player. ten. That's my favorite player. The Greek gem freak. Mint, yeah. That is a gem mint ten right there. That's like my creme de la creme. Then obviously I'm gonna finish off the sports right here. But this is all actually different. This is by Beckett. And I know you like CGC as well because you say it breaks down like the centering, the edges, the corners, the surfaces, all that. Correct? Yeah. Yep. See right here I have a messy. They gave me 8.5 for this. It's a Panini card right here. But I also got for autograph. It is a perfect 10. There it is. Look at that. The goat of goats right there. Leo Messi awesome. right there. That's Signed. Sick. Yes. Yeah. It's phenomenal. <laughs> and let's. Now you're gonna go on with your Pokemon segment. Like just take it away. Then I'm gonna show you my card at the end. Well, for me, you know I. As I said, I grew up with Pokemon. Pokemon, you know, everyone played red and blue version when that first came out, and the Pokemon TCG game just blew out of proportion popularity, and it's still going 
very popular today. Like people are just still collecting now because now recently the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet version just came out for the, the Nintendo Switch. So everyone's been playing that. But for me, like I just recently got into uh, collecting graded cards and I just when I was at Fan Expo uh, 2022 this last summer, uh, I was lucky enough to stumble upon this. I got a uh, base set unlimited Raichu. This one came back as a 7.5, but I actually bought this from a dealer and I was really happy with it. And this is one of the cards I missed out on wow. as a kid. I used to have this actually, but I lost it. So and I just got, I got it back. Um, next one here is uh, my personal favorite. This is my all time favorite Pokemon growing up. This is the uh, base set unlimited Blastoise which was graded at an 8. This one I got off eBay, and I'm very happy with it. Again, this is one of the cards I used to have as a kid, but again, I lost it because you know how we are as kids. We, we tend to lose Yeah, things. and you enjoy them, of so course. So there you go. That, that's one it's one very nostalgic, very yeah, nostalgic. Yeah. You just got to have it. And then one of the last cards is not a Pokemon card. It's actually a Yu-Gi-Oh card, but this one's a fairly recent one. This is, a, uh, this is from PSA as well. This is from... Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Tin of Lost Memories from 2020. This is the Red-Eyes Dark Dragoon. This is probably my favorite uh, fusion monster. It's very OP. Not sure if it's banned because, keep in mind, I, don't, I, I haven't really played Yu-Gi-Oh! since 2004 because the game has completely changed. There's new cards, new mechanics, but this is like my all-time favorite right here. There you go, guys. Okay. You have it right there. <laughs> now, in my collection, I have three uh, Charizards. Well, I didn't bring my, obviously, first edition because I'm not just bringing it here. So I brought one of my other ones here. So the first one I got was a 9, and then I got an 8. And then on this one here, the 1999 Hollow, I got a 6 right here. It just shows, it, it just says X, excellent, whatever, mint. But it is a, right there, look, Charizard right there. That one here, you know what, I'm not as of afraid to just bring it out type of thing. You get it? Yeah. But the other one's like, you know what, <laughs> I'll keep that at that. There you go, guys. That is my Charizard right there. That's the Holy Grail Pokemon right oh, there. Oh, for sure. And like when I started my Pokemon as well, I remember like, my our local mold just down the street here. I remember like every Friday or so the weekend, like uh, at the, I got my Pokemon from Toys R Us. Like toy, it's still there actually. It's still there. <laughs> still yeah, there. Yeah. So like I got a Toys R Us. I remember like across there too. I always used to get them. I actually got a binder, a Pokemon binder as well and stuff. That just, I just every time I used to get Hollows, I used to just slip them in. Like this card here, legit didn't come out of that binder. Like once I got it into the binder until I graded this. So this thing's been legit like in good condition for like 20 years and it's still got a six, which just shows you like the grading game. Like I don't know how these experts do it, Carlos and stuff like, but it just shows you like this, this card right here, it's been there in that binder for 20 plus years just, yeah. and it still came back Six. And I never touched it one bit. So I don't know. You can see like the corners and stuff. All the there's like there's like hardly there's nothing. Well, so when it when it comes when it comes to PSA, right? I mean, the, their case like they've been in the game for like, like the, for the, the longest. Yeah, exactly. Like CGC, like they just literally got into the game of grading like I would say a year and a half ago. The reason why I'm more prefer for uh, CGC is because they at least allow subgrades, like they grade the centering, surface, corners, and edges. PSA doesn't. They just narrow it down just straight to what, down. whatever the best condition it is. And they don't explain to you. That's that's, that's, a, that's the pros and cons. But you know, like we were saying as well, like I think for the sports world, like PSA is known, I think personally, for like the sports world, right? But obviously Logan Paul, during the pandemic, sparked up the card trades and all this stuff. Stocks were going high and stuff because... It's Logan Paul, it's yeah. whatever, right? It's like the, the king of social media, whatever you want to call him. So basically, but I'm also known just as in like for sports, PSA is legit, like just for sports stuff. But CGC to me, I think is that's in their world for like Pokemon, all the stuff you have there as well. Like that's their type of world. Asset. I believe CGC is preferably after a talk with you and stuff, breaking it down as well. The guys from Collective, because they have a huge collection too. They even agreed CGC is the one to go. But also here, as you see right there, the Beckett, right? See Beckett, Beckett also does this as well right here. 
They do this. They do all this stuff right here. Yeah, they also do the the subgrades. And you know what I like as well. They do a little uh, separate thing here. It says Beckett autograph ten. Show the messy here too. There's two separate portions there. So it's actually exciting there. Yeah. So anyways, guys, that is the portions on the trading card whole scene in game. So I had to bring Black Flame F50 here for this. Now you know what? They're not even done yet. Let's get right into. Let's say movies now. Let's talk entertainment. Let's talk movies. We recently watched Wakanda yeah, Forever. Watch Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. In yes. The sequel. Now let's uh, break it down. Like the first one I watched, you know what? Great, great movie. Wakanda Forever, whatever they do. Great movie. And like the second one was just very, it started off very emotional type. Because you know they're going to obviously do stuff right away for like, where they're just going to do like all kinds of like just memorable, like just throwbacks to him and stuff. Like what was your whole take on that movie? Well, again... Unfortunately, Chadwick he passed away due to due to cancer. You know, it's very unfortunate. The beginning of the movie, it was very sad. I I I you know I'm not gonna lie, I did tear up because again we're all humans, so of course you're gonna tear up like a man. Let's go for sure. Same here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. It was it was a great it was a great send off. You know, it was a great you know tribute that were they were paying to him. And overall, the movie like it was good. It was a good follow up. You know. I'm gonna be honest with you. It did drag out just a little bit much. Now keep in mind, this is like almost a three-hour movie. In a Easily, way. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, the last, the last act of the movie is the best part, in my opinion. Oh um, yeah, the last part for sure. Now again, if you guys haven't seen this, it, this is not a spoiler. I'm, this is not a spoiler. I'm, at all. I'm not gonna spoil anything other than you know the first part. You know, um, it is worth it. Um, and you know. It, in case you guys want to know, there is an after credit scene. So you guys got to stay for the end for sure. So, and we actually stayed remember until the end and see if there was going to be another one. There, but there wasn't. There wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> but guys, just uh, like the, the, the hands down, it was just a great, great movie. I don't even want to rate it just because it was just for him. Like you know, people are going to say, "Obviously, I'm probably going to get these comments coming." Like, what do you rate the movie out of ten? I don't want to for this movie. Like you know, there's just some movies you don't want to. If I had to really break it down and had to like rate a kino, I'm gonna do it right there. <laughs> I probably give it like a solid. I say it's a solid eight for sure. You can push it. I say eight point five. I'm not sure. You might have to be different, but I, I would. I would agree with you. I would yeah. go with eight. I won't go like you know like this is just jumping the bag. I'm like it's superior. It's a ten. It's a nine. No, I'm gonna say realistically, it was a good eight, eight point five. It was a good movie. Yeah. Overall, good movie. Yeah. So any movies coming up and stuff that you're looking forward to? Well, the thing is, is that uh, this past year, I really haven't seen a lot of movies. Other than, right, yeah. other than Sonic the Hedgehog 2, that was a really good one, too. Yeah. Other than that, there really hasn't been anything else out. I know I am going to see uh, Ant-Man Quant Quantumania, I think it's called. Uh, I think it's the third one, yeah. Um, but yeah, Marvel, they're, they're actually now... I think now we're uh, exiting the, the, I think, Phase 4, and now we're going into Phase 5. Because oh, now, wow. if you guys didn't know, because... One of my favorite movies from late last year was No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, that was I loved it. By far the it. best Spider-Man movie ever. Yeah, I think too, I agree. The best Spider-Man movie ever. And of course, you know, it's been over a year now. So basically at the post-credit scene, Eddie Brock from the Venom movies, he got teleported to the MCU and he got teleported back. But the piece of the Venom symbiote got left behind. So eventually, that symbiote is going to make its way to find Peter, and we'll finally get to see the MCU black suit that we've been waiting for. You yeah. hear that guy said, trust me, he doesn't come better. He knows all, he knows everything. He is yeah. Mr. Venom Maniac himself right there. There it is. Yeah. Guys, and let's also like break it down and stuff, like just in the world of like, let's just stay in like entertainment as well. Is there like, in general, like just say in the future, is there any, because we all know from you past my podcast, everybody loves how, because they all know you for like your Venom, your Transformers, all that stuff is he from the shirt yeah. there as well, guys. Like, always goes every year. Like, is there anything upcoming movies or anything special coming for the Transformer community or the Venom community? Well, it's funny you say that. So, 
next year we are going to finally get a new live action Transformers movie called Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Now for those of you who don't know, I grew up on Beast Wars. Beast Wars was my Transformers in the late 90s. That is the best Transformers uh, series growing up as a kid, for at least for me. So we're finally going to get a movie that's going to depict Optimus Primal and the Maximals, which is the sub-faction from the Autobots. So that movie was supposed to come out this year, but of course, you know, due to the pandemic, it got delayed. So we are now going to be getting it, uh, I think, I believe it's going to uh, land around June or July of next year, I believe. And of course, I am going to be watching that day one. I am so excited for that. Oh, okay, you hear it there too. And also tomorrow, you're, what is tomorrow's well, Hasbro thing you said on YouTube that you're looking forward to as well watching? Yeah, so... so uh, Hasbro, so for, in, uh, for something else... Uh, figures, he's into yeah, like... Figures, yeah, 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 so I'm a collector. Same here, you know, yeah. Um, so right now, Hasbro, they're doing a, cam a campaign. They're, they're, they're doing a Desaris. Now, Desaris is from a Japanese G1 series called Transformers Victory. So it's the first time he's ever getting a figure. Last year, uh, in August, they did a campaign for uh, Star Saber Victory Hill, which combined to uh, Victory Saber. So I backed that. And I should be getting that sometime this month, and I'm very much very excited. So uh, maybe tomorrow I might get an email saying that it's going to be shipped to my address. And I'm planning to do a, a review on that figure itself. And you know, I guess I was actually at that time when he actually ordered it. You know what's really cool about when he orders it from this Hasbro like pre-order type thing thing that you do? Like it actually shows like the, the certain amount that they need to actually fulfill the orders and start making it and stuff. What is like a certain things like 11,000? Well, you showed me earlier before yeah, we started so, this. So HasLab, they do, they do like a campaign to, to fund a project. So they've had some successful ones and unfortunately they have had ones that have failed unfortunately. So... Again, the target was 11,000. It's, it's the same one for this upcoming uh, one that they're doing for Transformers. Uh, but then they have tiers. So the first tier you get like a weapons pack. And then the second tier you get like a, a base display. And it comes with a throne. But it needs a certain amount of a criteria backers in order to unlock it. So right now, uh, as of this recording that we're doing, it's almost hit the 11,000 mark. Um, with 15 days I'm left. I'm sure it's going to be so, surpassed after. Yeah, they're going to surpass it. Yeah. And guys, there you go right there for all that, for even the, on the movie side, entertainment things. We've given a little extra of the figures as well. Like, I also collect figures like, well, not even besides pops, like wrestling figures. I just loved that growing up even as a kid. So nostalgic to me, wrestling, as you guys all know, follow me and stuff. Like, wrestling is just a part of my life regardless. Okay, you want to say a wrestling mark? Yes, go ahead. Okay, and now guys, let's just go right into, as we said right now, we finished a segment of that. Let's go jump into the video game segment segment as it is okay now recently i also bought call of duty you also bought call of duty and let's just say you know what like you are when it comes to call of duty the creme of the la creme okay like it is just when i'm playing guys like i'm just i, I admit it right now i'm your average joe when i'm playing cod okay i'm nothing superior but him right here on a different well, level he carries me okay when i'm in there let's, he let's, carries let's me let's take it all the way back during <laughs> during our youth years when we were in high school yes I'm the one who got into Call of Duty because of you. Really? Yes. Okay, yes. I remember. We used to that computer. Remember that computer the, place? It was like an internet cafe. They yes. had Xbox 360s. You had the Xbox 360. That's when I played Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. That was the original. Yes. And now fast forward to today, we got a new Modern Warfare 2, which is like a retelling, a remake. So, But now they have added so much more stuff in the game and... Yeah, okay, I, I, like, I don't really collect all the Call of Duty's, but Modern Warfare is actually, like, 
to me the creme de la creme. Yeah, it is too here. That's why I have to get it. It's yeah. the, the creme de la creme when it comes to that as well. And as in other video games, guys, as well, like, you know, I'm huge into FIFA. Like, now they also, because the World Cup is happening, so they also got this new, like, they added, like, this whole new different game in there, just like the FIFA World Cup itself. You can play like, online modes. Like, it starts off in the 16th and 8, 4, 2, etc., etc. I already won twice. Yes. If all you little youths and stuff, you guys want the smoke, bring it. <laughs> My gamer tag is JP Toronto. I'll take it. Give me all the smoke you got on FIFA. I will take it. Yes. I'm not saying I'm not bragging that I'm the best, but I could hang in there with the best, hands down. Oh, Sabs don't lie, guys. Add me. He's watched me before. Oh, Johnny's like one of the top tier FIFA players. You can't beat him. I even watch him in person sometimes, and he even screen shares. He dominates. That's, you better believe him right there. And games now, you know, on this actually, we're on the World Cup part. Let's talk about the World Cup itself and stuff. Like, just like it just started. And you know what? Like, besides the whole fact of whatever Argentina lose Saudi Arabia, all these teams like Japan beating Germany. Like the upsets of the teams, but let's just talk about Team Canada. We watched the first game together, Belgium. 14-2 first half, superior performance from Team Canada. I was like, this team's amazing, right? Even though they lost, Davis missed a penalty kick. Top players miss penalty kicks. It happens. It happens. All I know is that Team Canada, you know what? Proud of you guys. Like I said before, guys, my other previous podcast, episode 59. Just make it to the World Cup. They already won. They already won because we're known Canada as in like for like... Hockey, 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 hockey. Bits here and there of basketball. If anything, Blue Jays, Leafs, Raptors, whatever. We're not really known for like, especially not, not just for Toronto, like everywhere else. They got Oilers, whatever. We're just not, we're always known for like hockey, never soccer, ever. Just what they did the last game, I was just so proud. Like it was just phenomenal performance. Last, yesterday they lost 4-1. Oh, yeah, they I'm broke the sure. record of just scoring the actual goal. And by the way, Davis got the second quickest goal ever in FIFA history. That was phenomenal, that header. That was a dream start. You know, that well, was a dream start. Let's go Let's go to the first match. First match, I was just blown away. I couldn't believe that the Canadian national team was actually able to hold their own against Belgium. Second ranked team. in the world. Second ranked, too. Exactly. They were close. They were close to scoring. That game could have easily tipped in their favor if they just found the mark. But again, Belgium, again, congrats to them. They played a really good game. They had a really good defense. It wasn't until the second game when I couldn't believe that Team Canada got like a record-setting first goal. Off the bat, boom. Even just as close as when, you know, what was it, Euro 20, uh, 2021, uh, when it was the final Italy and England. England oh, and it's a score right away, I yeah. remember that, yeah. So I don't, it's kind of like in between that I time think that this beat it, I think, because the England goal was, I think, with the third minute. This was considered, because you know in soccer terms, like, you could score the first minute, but it's not the first. You always add it to the extent, so it's like the second minute. Yeah. Davis actually scored yesterday, they said 59th seconds into it, but they said it was the second minute. That's just how it is in nature of soccer, I guess, how they go by the rules. Yeah, yeah. Second quickest, quickest, quickest goal. When, when, it, when it comes to any soccer game, any any momentum can shift in anyone's favor. All it takes is just like that. Exactly. Like you see top teams like we were saying before and stuff. Not even going to say team names. Like It could be like 80-20 possession. One team can have 20 shots. The other team can have two. And that team with the two shots could score and take the game. That's just the nature of the sport. That's just what we love, the good game of football. And and again, the other the thing is too is like, yeah, you know, and I understand, you know, to me around this time, it, like to me World Cup doesn't feel it yeah. feels out of place during it's November. It's just so close to it's just so close to, to Christmas. Me, it's like Okay, I get it. Yes, they're playing guitar. Qatar is like one of the hottest countries in the world. So I can understand why they're playing in nighttime. Because all the games I've noticed, they're playing in Oh, climate change. Because they said it goes to 60 in summer when it is summer here. So right now, it's already 30 and players are already drenched. So and imagine. And even though it's the even though it's nighttime, it's still hot. 
Yeah. Regardless, but it's, you know, that sun difference, yeah. And you see that whole little controversy? Not a controversy, just smack talk back and forth. I've seen also Thierry Henry, the French legend. I'm sure everybody knows of Thierry Henry, the soccer god legend. Like, he was also saying as well, there's a whole little thing now, even with English soccer, they're going back and forth saying, it is not soccer, uh, and then the USA versus England game. They're like, this is soccer. It was a back and forth type of thing. And like, guys, listen, the people were saying soccer, then Thierry Henry was going back and forth saying, no, it's football. I agree now with the Europeans, football. Okay, like he said, Look, he's like, Americans, you guys call it football. He's like, you guys are always touching the football with your hand. It should be called handball. I agree with this. He's 100% right. In Europe and all over the world, besides us, like North American here, we all call it soccer, which I don't know what, but I'm saying as a European myself, and you're Italian, like just say in general, like I'm Greek, and just in general, I'm pretty sure in Mexico as well. Yeah. Dude, it's called football. The foot, you have the ball in your foot, it's called football. Now people are saying it's soccer. Oh, it, it, it makes no sense. So it's all about personal preference. Yeah, like I'm saying right there, I'm going to say my case. I'm saying it's football. Okay, that's how it is right there. And now, guys, to end this uh, podcast off right here, episode six, always a blast having him. Now, also, I want to know as well, because I'm always intrigued hearing your stories, your collecting stories. You also did one, um, you brought in for a, a McFarland uh, to actually sign also copies of magazines. Before we wrap this up, guys, you got to hear this. Like, his collection is outstanding. Well, uh, it's no secret. Uh, Todd McFarland is my all time favorite comic book artist, writer. Um, he is the co-creator of Venom, my all-time favorite fictional character. Um, so recently, CGC, he's doing a private signing. Um, so I sent one of my very high collectible Venom covers. So I'm hoping it'll still retain the grade it gets. But it's also going to have a special uh, label on the CGC case, which I'm hoping... Like, I hope my book will probably come back at 90 because I did request, uh, request for a pressing. Um, so, but the thing is... With these types of submissions, they're going to take a while, so I'm probably not going to get this book until maybe February, March at the latest of next year. So There you go, guys. Go There you go. Have it. There you go. As you eyes always, always, always ask, like before I even see some comments, too, like the OGs that started off this show with me right here, my best pal, my best friend right here, Black Flame F50 right there, guys. That's episode 60 until 61. I'm out. Peace. Sweet. You just listened to the Johnny I Pro Show. To get in touch, head over to johnnyipro.com and leave a message or a request for the show. You can follow the socials on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Johnny I Pro. Tune in next time. And until then, thanks for the continuous support.